everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 30 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thanks to everyone who has subscribed in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play, especially everyone out there who has left me a rating or review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I've gotten a handful of ratings lately, but no new reviews in a while. So if you're listening and you listen every time, go in there, leave me a review. It's very nice. Helps other people find the podcast. And as a reminder, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for food pictures, because what is a food podcast without being able to see the food that we're talking about. You can just search Mitch Goldich on all three places and it should pop up. I also have a special Instagram account just for the podcast, Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram. So check that out. And now let's roll right into episode 30. Now, if you listen to the most recent episode, you know that I was in Austin, Texas for my bachelor party, episode 29 on La Barbecue, just an insane feast, definitely the best meal of the trip. So you should go back and check out episode 29. But we ate so much food in Austin that I decided I had to have a second episode. So we'll do one more on actually the last thing that I ate in town. I'm bringing back a guest from episode 22. His name is Greg Pachak. You remember him from our trip to Woodrow's, the awesome, delicious cheesesteak place in Philly. Patches is now back to talk about the famous, dare I say, legendary voodoo donuts in Austin. Patches, hello. Welcome back. How you doing? Thanks. Happy to be back on, especially with a, a big milestone episode. Congratulations on uh, making it to number 30. Thank you. Yes, I, I accept and appreciate all congratulations. <laughs> I don't know if 30 is a milestone, but every... I don't think that the number 30 gets enough attention, really. <laughs> so I'm just happy to be on at number 30. Wow, you're on here. You're already launching hot takes here. <laughs> but uh, great. I know you're just happy to keep up with Smitty because once he was on a second time, I know that you wanted to be on a second time, too. That, that's pretty accurate. All right. So Voodoo Donuts, I think a lot of people have probably heard of it at this point, even if they haven't been there. Originally founded in Portland, and now they have a bunch of locations, a few in Oregon. They're in Denver, Austin, Hollywood, Orlando. I'm just reading off of their website. So I knew coming into the trip that we were going to eat barbecue, that they have food trucks and tacos. But this was the other one spot that I said, okay, uh, you know, I need to seek this out. I'm not leaving town until I get Voodoo Donuts. So when I planned my flights, uh, I figured Sunday morning on the way out of town, we'd go to Voodoo. And uh, so so let's talk about it. I mean, we hit it. It was a cool place. Um, Patches, do you want to give me your sort of uh, first impressions of the, the place? I mean, it's interesting. They've got interesting artwork and decor. It's kind of hipstery. You know, they've got boxes with uh, Voodoo drawings and slogans with innuendos and all kinds of things. What was your, your first impression of, uh, of Voodoo Donuts? Sure. So I'd never been to a Voodoo Donuts before, and I, I just thought that it was really interesting. I, I knew that they were pretty, um, pretty notorious in the, in the Oregon region. And, uh, you know, I didn't really expect to find one in Austin. So, um, but I mean, you could tell that they're, they're really into their donuts, especially when you look at the menu, uh, the different varieties of donuts. Um, and they really take it to a, a, a next level, I guess is, is, the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you didn't know they were down there because for me, this was this was a thing that it was like, okay, we have to make sure we find some time. And then uh, it worked out that you were in, in the group because, you know, we split off, but there was a group of, I think, four or five of us that went here, uh, which was good because we all, we all pretty much did our own thing, but also got to try and sample a little bit of each other's donuts. Um, so like you said, yeah, big menu. And so, uh, you know, going in, it's almost overwhelming trying to decide what to get, but they had the menu that they handed us was two sides 
I did. They have the cake and the raised yeast, which was a term I was unfamiliar with, but uh, I think we talked about this in my Federal Donuts episode, that there's the, the donuts that are cakey and then the ones that are light and fluffy. So I think all of us right away knew the move was to get one of each because you have to try one of everything and they sort of have these two categories. So that's kind of how I do things with uh, with the toppings too. Whenever I order donuts or cookies or tacos or whatever, when you get two or three, you want to order a couple that are going to complement each other. And so I think I was looking for flavors and toppings and frostings and things that uh, would go together and, and make it feel like I had uh, you know a little bit of everything. So I guess I'll share my two donuts and then I'll let you uh, tell everyone what you had. For my raised yeast, I went with one called the Old Dirty Bastard, which is uh, chocolate frosting and a layer of Oreo cookies and peanut butter, uh, basically like a drizzle of peanut butter on top. And then for my cake donut, I went extremely simple. It was just called the Sprinkle Cake, basically a plain cake donut, vanilla frosting, rainbow sprinkles, almost like if you have a, you know, a, a cartoon donut or the I don't know what the donut emoji looks like, but I would assume this is your basic standard classic donut. So there were some others that I considered, and we can get into those. But, Patrick, what, what donuts did you have while we were there? So I got the Old Dirty Bastard as well, so we can kind of compare our notes. On, on that one is the raised yeast um, donut, and, and <laughs> I had never heard that term. I, I, when I was looking at the menu, I just thought, okay, well, uh, Old Dirty Bastard will be my, my normal, regular donut, and then uh, I'll, I'll also get a cake donut. Um, and the cake donut that I got was the triple chocolate. So the triple chocolate was a chocolate cake donut with chocolate frosting and cocoa puffs on top of it. Mm-hmm. So regular listeners know I'm a big fan of cocoa puffs. You can go back to the Emac and Bolio's ice cream cone made out of cocoa puffs was awesome. Um, yeah, they, they did a lot of things with cereals. Some of the uh, – we went relatively tame, I'd say. I mean, you know, the, the cocoa puffs are kind of a big thing. Triple chocolate sounds like it's going to be an intense experience. But some of the things that they have there, they have the uh, bacon maple bar, which had uh, maple frosting and then actual bacon on top, which I might have gotten if it was day one of the trip, but I think we were all so, uh, after four days of eating and drinking, uh, you know, I, I was not in a hurry to put the, uh, the make it maple bar in my stomach. They have the, uh, the voodoo bubble, which has like a dusting of bubble gum and then actual, an actual piece of double bubble gum in it, which I don't know what you, you do with that. Um, so they had some, uh, some intense things and I feel like we went, uh, fairly standard, fairly classic. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Oreos as a topping on pretty much anything. Um, there was one that was similar to the old dirty bag that was called the dirt, which I think was chocolate frosting with Oreo. And instead I went with the uh, vanilla frosting um, with my old dirty bastard. So, so you, you go first. What, uh, what was your, uh, what'd you think of the actual donuts? How good were they? I thought they were really delicious. I, I mean, I hadn't really been to that many specialty donut places. So uh, other than going to federal donuts in Philadelphia, which I think you guys covered on a, on a previous episode, um, but the so the raised yeast donut, the old dirty bastard, was humongous. Uh, I wasn't really expecting that. I thought that when I was setting up for two donuts, you know, that they would kind of be the traditional size donuts that I was used to. Um, and uh, I, I walked away from this experience quite full. Um, Same. But the, the I, I understand why you know all the people in Austin now are riding around in scooters. Um, and I felt like I should have treated this kind of like a wine tasting where you taste a little bit and, you know, like you spit it out just for the taste. But I, I consumed both donuts entirely. Um, I didn't have any regrets as far as the taste. They were probably 
some of the most amazing donuts that I already had uh, that I've had ever. But um, the, I, I certainly have some regrets about how much I had ordered. Uh, but the the old dirty bastard I thought was delicious. So I I I always tend to uh, veer towards the, the chocolate donuts. I'm I'm a chocolateaholic. So. Um, you know, the chocolate icing with the peanut butter and Oreos. I thought that um, it had a really, it had the perfect consistency. Um, and just overall, the combination, you know, the, the, the Oreos kind of, that was kind of the main flavor to me. I thought that the Oreos kind of overpowered a lot of the other stuff, but then you had kind of like that hint of chocolate and peanut butter on top of it. So essentially you're, you're eating a, a giant Oreo on top of a donut. Yeah. Um, so you're right about how huge it was. And I think when I, I was expecting like crushed Oreos on top of a donut, this was like a layer of Oreo cookies on top of a donut that was almost as thick as the giant donut itself. It was just, it was, yeah, it was three times bigger than I thought it was going to be. Uh, the thing, and I thought this was true of both donuts. It was incredible how much, how strong the flavors were. Like you take one bite into it and I don't know if they put more sugar in their frosting than a typical donut or a bakery would do um, or a cake place or whatever. But it was just like every single bite that I had was so concentrated and strong and powerful and sugary that it was like, you know, sometimes I can just eat a donut in four bites and just kind of inhale it and it's gone. This, it was as if, you know, after every single bite, I had to stop and gather myself because uh, the same thing, the, the sprinkle cake, the vanilla frosting was just this really intense sugary taste. And uh, and the Oreos, there was just so much Oreo. They the peanut butter. If you look at it, it looked like it was just kind of a drizzle on top of peanut butter. But there was similarly, there was so much peanut butter flavor that there was a little bit in every bite. It was almost like it, it felt like where are they hiding all this peanut butter? Because there was more in there than I expected. You you really got all of the flavors with the the donut, the chocolate, the peanut butter, the Oreo in every single bite, and it was just a, a very intense experience. I don't even uh, you know I, I now I regret that I'm saying this out loud because I don't always like to admit this. I don't think I finished my uh, Old Dirty Bastard. I think I left a little bit uh, on the table because I was just full after four full days in Austin. Um, but it was just, it was so much food and such a such a strong, overpowering donut. The the frosting, it was uh, unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, I fortunately and unfortunately finished my donut. I, I'd say that this is a testament to Voodoo Donuts because I ate until I, I think I felt sick. <laughs> I couldn't stop eating it. Um, <laughs> where uh, I think at, at one point I, I should have should have just let it go. But um, the the cake donut, um, moving on to the triple chocolate cake donut, I thought that that was also phenomenal. I I was kind of surprised by and I, I I've never had cereal on some of the dessert you had mentioned. You had gone and, and had the the cocoa puffs on an ice cream cone on a previous episode. I I was expecting a lot more crunch to the cereal. Um, but I, I guess if it, you know, if the cereal is kind of sitting out for a while, I kind of get some some sort of a staleness, or maybe it is absorbing some of those those other sugars that are added, or maybe the moisture from the frosting seeps into the cereal, right? I don't know what kind of changes the consistency of the cereal, but I actually thought it was better um, the way that it turned out. I thought that the consistency, you know, that it had a little bit of a crunch to it, but not much. It's not like you're you're eating fresh cereal, which I don't think it didn't take away from the actual donut. It has similar consistency to the rest of the donut. Um, also, I've never really been a big fan of cake donuts. I thought, I, I think that in, in other places that are not really the kind of the top-notch gourmet donut places, that the cake donuts, to me, um, 
seem a little bit, they, they seem too dry in comparison to the raised yeast donuts. But I thought that the way that they made the cake donuts, and, and maybe it's, a, it's the freshness or the technique that they used, but I thought that um, it was just really soft and spongy and, and delicious. And, um, you know, it didn't disappoint on the amount of chocolate that was in there. I thought it was, it was really delicious. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I always prefer uh, the, the raised yeast to the cake. I think if I'm at it, even just like a, you know, a Dunkin' Donuts or a Krispy Kreme or whatever, I'm, I'm always tempted to go that direction. Um, but yeah, I thought mine was really good. I talked about the frosting and how strong it was, but the cake itself, it was very good. It was, it was really, it was a great donut. Um, that's an in- interesting point you made about the cereal, and I did have one of your Cocoa Puffs that fell off in the box, and it was a little bit weird, and I don't know if that happened happened while they were cooking it or because it sat out it might be if they if they put it in the oven with a cocoa puff on it that's just how it comes out that's possible um but yeah i thought i thought that that surprised me and not in the greatest way but it's interesting to hear you say because i didn't eat it on top of the donut so it's interesting to hear you say that it was actually uh as good or possibly even better that way all right so the last thing and then uh i think we can cut it off there is some people the we have to talk about the line because uh, some people get there and wait in line for an hour and a half, two hours. I was amazed. We got very lucky. I think we got there around ten thirty in the morning and probably only waited in line for maybe half an hour. I don't know exactly how long. And then it felt like right when we got there, or as we were sitting down because we actually sat and ate there, all of a sudden it filled in and the line was literally out the door and down the sidewalk outside on the street and. I will just say, I liked it a lot. I I thought it was great. I had two awesome donuts. I'm glad that I had it. I think it was worth the amount of time that we waited. I don't think it would have been worth a two-hour wait. So I don't know if that – I don't want to say that it's overhyped. I get it. It's like a tourist attraction, and some people are probably hell-bent on, okay, I'm only in Austin once. I'm going to go. But I don't think I would have been happy waiting in line for two hours. Uh, I've I've done an episode before on Levain Bakery and their chocolate chip cookies, which you eat it fresh right out of the oven and it's perfect and delicious and this I think it's okay if you're in a situation where somebody orders a dozen or two dozen and brings it to something and you eat it a few hours later Um, you know to me the appeal of being there and eating it in the store right out of the oven is less important in this situation so that's the only thing I'll say you know it was great I loved it I thought it was awesome but I would not feel the need to wait two hours in line for this donut was this uh, do you feel similarly was this a two hour wait donut for you patches or not quite no, I don't think it was a tour. I, I, I was, yeah, I was shocked by the number of people that were lined up, and and uh, I know I, I wouldn't wait two hours. I, I think that, and I don't know whether it's because of you know the donuts are coming out fresh, or but it, the line doesn't seem to be moving very fast, and maybe that's what kind of compounds the issue and, and what makes the line so long um, if you're showing up at the wrong time. But yeah, I, I wouldn't wait that long for it. But it was. It was delicious, and, and uh, you know, for the amount of time we waited, I, I think it was, you know, maybe 10, 10 or 15 minutes tops. Uh, I, I think that was, a, you know, a decent amount of waiting time for, for donuts, and I thought that it was definitely worth the experience when we got there. I think we – I look at, I, at my time step on the boat. I think we waited a little bit longer than that. But, he, but either way, the point's at. All right, any last uh, points or thoughts on Voodoo before I let you go, Patches? No, I think, I mean, all in all, I, I think it was worth the trip. Uh, I, I'd never tried them before, so I really liked um, the experience. I, you know, you see Voodoo all over the place. I even, I've even seen Voodoo collaborate with, uh, you know, a, a brewery on a, on a flavor of beer. You know, they're, they're very well known um, for, for a gourmet donut place, so I, I was excited to try it. 
and um, yeah, I'm 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 anxious to kind of see what's next. All right. Well, Patches, thanks. It is always fun eating with you and uh, seeing the the side, seeing you finish off those two donuts was an impressive cap to the trip. So <laughs> it was uh, glad we made that trip together. Glad you could come back on the podcast. I'm sure this won't be your last time. So thanks for doing this, man. Oh, not a problem. Catch you later, Mitch. See ya. All right. And thanks, everyone else, for listening. If you're new, you should go back and check out all of my previous episodes. Go back, download them all, but especially episode 29, the most recent one at Law Barbecue in Austin. You can also go back to episode 22 if you want to hear Patches again. He and I went to Woodrow's in Philly. So check them all out. 30 episodes in nine states so far, mostly NYC, a bunch in Philly, and a handful from other places. Uh, You can subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play. Again, as I said at the top, make sure you write me a review and leave a rating and iTunes. Tell me what you think. Tell me where I should go next. You can follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter or Instagram. Search Mitch Goldich on Facebook. You can also follow the new account Mitch Eats Food Pod on Instagram for pictures of food. Finally, you can email me MitchEatsFood at gmail.com. Make sure you tell all your friends and I will talk to you again real soon. 